Welcome to the Axial Spondyloarthritis Podcast, hosted by me, Jason Sacco. I'm a longtime spondy looking to bring the community closer to give the community a voice. I'll be reaching out to organizations, doctors, nutritionists, and anyone that I think can help increase our spondy quality of life. Enjoy and learn what is available to make your life Hello better. and welcome to this week's episode of the Axial Spondyloarthritis Podcast. Hope everyone is doing well and having just a great week. Been good here. Cold, but good. So I'll take it. I also want to take a moment. I wanted to send out prayers for the safety of the people that I personally know in the Ukraine and the Ukrainian listeners. You know, my thoughts are with you and I'm praying for just absolute to have peace there and the whole calamity that's going on to be just turned back and ended. So with that, did get a great review that came in through spondypodcast.com. And I really appreciate this. It came from uh, Jake Hoglin in the United States. And they wrote, the podcast is a great little snippet and additional tool in your toolbox if you're someone who's dealing with ankylosing spondylitis. It's so nice to know that I'm not alone and also be able to get advice from someone who has a lot more experience than I do. It's been only nine months since I got my diagnosis. Helping others feel like they're not alone is why I podcast personally. And it's nice to get that back from the podcast. So thank you, Jason. Well, no, thank you. Shoot me a message. Let me know what your podcast is. Love to give it a listen and uh, promote it on the page as well. So let's take a look at what I'm thinking about today. One of the topics, and I've done several episodes on this going back to, I think, like the third episode with Vinny Tortorich. But one of the topics that just comes up over and over and over on the forums is diet. What's the best way I should eat? What's the way I should consume food? What's the best for me? And you know what? The more I look at this, the more research I do, the more uh, just plain Google searches I do, I think ultimately the answer is there is no answer. It's dependent upon you. There are some generalities that across the board we all should be looking at. That's reducing or eliminating sugars, you know, making sure that you have enough vitamin D, though not really a dietary thing. You can get it from sun or supplement. And, you know, then you have to just experiment. You have to find out what works best for you because what works best for you is not necessarily going to work best for me and vice versa. The more I look into this, the more I think it's like biologics and it's really dependent upon you, the person. But I did come across this item from a research study that was done. And the research study that was done was on, or the article I should say was published in 2021. And it's called Mediterranean Diet and Axial Spondyloarthritis, an observational study in an Italian monocentric cohort. So again, that means it was looking at some folks only in Italy utilizing the Mediterranean diet. Doesn't mean it's going to work for you, but it's an interesting thing that, again, the studying is being done both in the United States and around the world. And this is what I really love to see is, just like in my last episode where I pointed out all those different studies being done abroad from me might be local for you. It's great to see other nations participating in doing the study on axial spondyloarthritis. Again, it shows that we're more similar than different. So one of the things they look at, I'm just going to kind of read this. The abstract goes the background. Little evidence is available about the impact of diet on disease activity of axial spondyloarthritis. This study evaluated the impact of a six-month nutritional advice based on the Mediterranean diet on the disease activity of axial spondyloarthritis. 
So again, it basically says, look, there's not a whole lot on diet out there. So we're going to follow some folks for six months and see how it affects them. What methods did they use? Well, they go on to say, we prospectively collected the information of a group of axial spinal arthritis patients who were offered nutritional advice for a six-month period, who were compared to axial spinal arthritis patients followed at the same center who were not on a specific diet. So again, they're looking at a group of people that they put on the diet, a group that they didn't, and see if there's any differences. A nutritionist gave suggestions for dietary modification at baseline and thereafter every two months until month six. Adherence to the Mediterranean diet was evaluated at the pre-meded questionnaire, ranging from zero, no adherence, to 10, optimal adherence. Disease activity was evaluated with the ASDAS-CRP. A multivariable regression analysis was conducted to identify independent predictors of the pre-DMED and the ASDAS-CRP improvement. So they set it up, used these two different ways to evaluate and then checked in with the people every two months to say, are you following it? To what degree are you following it? So the results, a total of 161 patients were included, 81 receiving nutritional advice and 80 that were not, or what are called controls. 47 in the nutritional group and 63 controls had complete information until month six. Overall, 40 were females, which is about 36%. The mean age was about 51.7 years. Uh, plus or minus by a year, and 58 of the people were affected by psoriasis. No relevant change of anthropometric or laboratory measures were observed in either group. Adherence to the Mediterranean diet was moderate, with a score of about 6.7 on a 1 to 10, or actually a 0 to 10 ratio, and improved more in the nutritional group compared to the controls. Predictors of improvement greater than or equal to 20% were receiving nutritional advice, and age, and, you know, and they go on to talk about all these different things that they looked at. And I'll have a link in the show notes for you to go through this because it's just not going to make sense for me to read all of these little numbers and stuff. So what were the conclusions they came to? Well, improving adherence to the Mediterranean diet may have a beneficial impact on the activity of axial spondyloarthritis. Patients with a lower BMI and older patients are more prone to modifying their diet towards the Mediterranean diet following nutritional advice. Patients with psoriasis may have a limited benefit from dietary improvement. So ultimately, what's that say? It says, and this is really the problem that we're running into, is that it says, hey, we studied these people. Older folks were more likely to modify their diet and follow it than apparently younger folks. The Mediterranean diet involves you know, the high consumption of olive oil, unrefined carbohydrates, fresh and dried fruit, vegetables, and fish, with reduced intake of uh, dairy products and red meat, and then a little bit of wine, red wine consumption. So does that mean that's what you have to do? Don't know. Does it mean you should flip to another diet? Don't know. Ultimately, everybody has to check and see what their bodies respond to. I can tell you on a personal level, I found that I can't eat pasta anymore. Something's happened with my gut. And when I eat it, I feel bloated and, and terrible. So I had to give up eating pasta, uh, which probably isn't a bad thing to give up, but I love it. And so that's something I've found. You might find something completely different. You have to experiment. I personally have started to cut out breads and I eat a lot of lean red meats or wild game when available. For me, that works best and I feel best when I eat that way. Very, very limited carb intake, maybe a small slice of potato just for the taste, but not a huge amount. 
a little bit of mashed potato, whatever it is. So you ultimately, what I'm trying to say with this episode is you have to go out and experiment with what works best for you. Try different options. See what works. Report back what works. Talk to your doctor. Talk to the folks in the forums to see what they're doing. I did a really couple of good episodes with a gentleman named Andrew Boss a little bit ago, and I'll have links to those in the show notes. Andrew is very, very specific on his diet. He's very well versed in the nutritional items of what he's putting in, and he's managed, uh, he claims to put himself in remission and have very little disease activity from just controlling his diet. I believe that based upon the knowledge he presents and willingly shares with others that he has some idea of what he's doing and it's worked for him. Does that mean it'll work for you? Don't know, but it can't hurt to try. So give those episodes with Andrew Boss a listen and see how you do. Try it. But ultimately, I know the main thing that can help out is the reduction or elimination of sugar, refined products, and exercise. Keep those in. Keep moving forward. We're all in this fight together. And I thank you for listening. And I look forward to talking to you in the future. Have a wonderful week. And as always, as always, don't hesitate to go out to spondypodcast.com. Leave a review for the show. Sign up for the newsletter. And just make sure that you're signed up for the favorite way you want to listen to the show. And subscribe so that you get all the latest episodes sent right to you. Take care.